Hey everyone, I wanted to welcome you to Encounter Church. I'm Pastor Craig Rice. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and transforms you. Word today, I'm excited about what God's doing. So if you showed up today, today is two things, two parts. One, it's our Vision Sunday, uh, leading us into what is coming this next year. And our second part of this is it's also our Raise to Life Baptism Sunday. Anybody excited about that? Yeah. So uh, if you have never been baptized or you're like, hey, I want to be baptized again. I got baptized young or maybe somewhere else. Baptism, let me say this, is not membership into the church. Maybe we need to preach on that today. (laughs) Uh, It's not membership into a church. but it is that outward confession and profession of faith, and it is, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so uh, I would encourage you, if you've never been baptized or you would like to do it again, hey, we would love to extend that opportunity for you at the end of this service to do so as well. Uh, we'd like to make sure that everybody else uh, is here to celebrate that. So at the end of my message today, we'll give an opportunity for those um, to be baptized right here, right up front. So it's exciting. That's what it's about. Um, before I get into my message this morning, a couple of little uh, housekeeping things I want to take care of. One, um, I've got a very special um, guest in the house today, and that is the James family uh, with, the, with Gideons. I love uh, Craig. I got to meet his beautiful bride today. Um, yeah. And uh, we've had the opportunity on several occasions to sit down and just talk and um, talk about the goodness of God, and they've given their life to the ministry of getting the Word of God out to people, and what a blessing. Thank God for individuals that have dedicated their life on propagating the gospel of Jesus to whosoever will. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, the other thing is, is you received this amazing card when you walked in. Uh, how many got one of these cards? Wave it at me. All right, we got a few in the house. If you did not, our First Impressions team at the front will have that for you. We are starting tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, we are starting 21 days of prayer and fasting for our church. This is a time of, of collectively coming together, corporately coming together, and praying over these things. We have a full list by date of things we're going to be praying for, praying about. Uh, this will also be on our website, online, uh, on Facebook, and on uh, those of you that are on a serve team on our Slack channel. And so we're going to be praying for these things. We are encouraging you to join us with this time of prayer and fasting because we know that prayer changes things. Anybody else know that prayer changes things? And so we're asking, hey, would you join us for 21 days of prayer and fasting? This QR code behind me, take your phones out, scan it, is going to lead you directly to our website, which is going to have a downloadable PDF for our prayer guide and our fasting guide. It'll give you several models of prayer that we're praying through. It'll also give you uh, a few models and ideas of of different fasts that we'll be participating in and doing. And so we just want you to get a part of this. These are downloadable. You can print them. You can do whatever you want to with it. It's on the website. If you don't have a phone that can do this, the uh, website is EncounterIdaho.com, and you click on the Pray 21 tab, and it will lead you to... All of that. And so we're excited about it. We're encouraging you to join us for these next 21 days. And the end of the 21 days is on February 5th. February 5th is our five-year anniversary of being a church. It's going to be an amazing day. Come on. We're excited about it. We've got a guest speaker, one of my great friends uh, from... 
Cannes going to be here speaking and ministering. And we just thought it's February 5th. It's our five-year anniversary, so we said five and five equals ten, so we're doing one service at 10 a.m. on the 5th of February for our five-year anniversary, all right? So um, the Bible gives us some, some interesting things with the number five. It's a year of favor. It's a year of grace. It's, there is, there's something about the, uh, the numerology behind five, and so we're excited to share that. And uh, anybody ready to get into the Word today? All right, some of you were at the 9 o'clock, and you're ready for what we brought, and there is a reason why there's a door on this stage. It does not lead to Narnia. I'm just giving you a heads up, all right? We're not going to open it up, and, and Mr. Tumnan's not going to come through. We're not going to see, see the White Witch or Aslan. I'm sorry, but uh, we had little Lincoln. He asked me, he said, Pastor Craig, and I can't get his, his accent right, Pastor Craig, uh, <laughs> Where does that go? I said, nowhere. <laughs> it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. The, um, but today we're going to use it. And there's some things written on there. And you'll, you'll see where we're going with this. Mark chapter 9 is where we're going to take our attention to this morning. Wow, I just love the presence of God that's settled in here. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Mark 9 and 17. We'll read out the New Living Translation. It'll be on the screen behind me as well. And it says, one of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit and won't let him talk. And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, you faithless people. I'd hate to be on the whipping end of that conversation. How long must I be with you? How, now he gets a little animated. How long must I put up with you? Have you ever been there with your kid? Yeah. How? I told you once. I told you a thousand times. He says, bring the boy to me. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion. He fell on the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening, Jesus asked the boy's father, and he replied, since he was a little boy. The spirit often throws him into the fire, into the water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can, Jesus asked? Anything, someone say this with me, anything is possible if a person believes. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. I want to just talk on this Vision Sunday, Baptism Sunday, the beginning of 2023, on this subject, anything is possible. Someone say with me, anything is possible. Father, we thank you for the moments we have shared. Holy Spirit, we thank you for meeting us here and and moving among us. We ask that You would continue to encounter us as we encounter you. May the glory of your presence fill and saturate this place. And may we leave here changed, challenged, and empowered in Jesus' name. Someone said amen. 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 Someone said my mind is open. My heart is ready. I receive it. I believe it. Do it, Jesus. No concern. Security is on those noises. That's just balloons. It's it's all right. You're good. It's... 
Uh, we love our kids around here. We're going to talk about that. We are out of kid space, and we need more. Um, and I looked into that classroom this morning. They are, they are full in our uh, nursery and our juniors. Aren't you thankful for our children, our next generation? Be absolutely beautiful. Amazing. You know, the church was never created to just be a light bulb church. The Bible says that it'd be a light on a hill that cannot be hid. And, and, and the, re- the reality is, is that many times I think that we think that Christianity or the church should be just a little light bulb. But, but that's not true. The Bible says that God is a consuming fire. And I really believe that the church should be a roaring flame, a consuming fire with the ability to light up mountainside, hillsides, so that anyone that is in darkness may see and go to it. And I believe today that there are some things that, that really just need to reignite us, to light us on fire, to get back inside of our souls. And I don't know about you, but 2022 was, was a very rough year. It was, it was a hard year for many of us. And um, anybody want to raise your hand, be honest, say, yeah, 20, my Lord, see? Well, you came to the right place today because we're going to get through that. I, I, don't want, I don't want you to continue to look back. I want you to look in the, the windshield this morning of where we're going. This is Vision Sunday. 2022 has closed and 2023 is open. And I believe the favor of the Lord is on it. I do. I do. I do. So the first statement I want to focus on from Mark 9 is this fact that Jesus says anything is possible If you believe. Anything is possible, but it hinges on our ability to believe that he will. Jesus' concept with and this conversation with this father was, you know, basically, how dare you say, if I can. I can do this. I'm going to do that. Anything is possible if a person believes. I I take a word a year and I pray about it. I say, God, what is the word for our year? What is that one thing, the defining word for this year over our church? And I always bring it up on our Vision Sunday. And last year was build. And this year for 2023, our word for this year is simply believe. 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 It's it's what I believe is going to be the defining attribute, the characteristic, the lifeblood of our church this year. And my first point is this, believing is the doorway to the miraculous. This word believe is, is put like trust, it's put faith in, rely on a person, thing, or statement. But more than that is to entertain a confident opinion. How many knows there are a lot of opinions out there? We are living in a world that is more opinionated than they are filled with the truth. Their opinion has become their truth, and it is opposite of the truth. Am I talking to a church in 2023 that needs to still understand that it doesn't matter what your opinion is, it matters what the truth is, and the Bible says Jesus is still the way, the truth, and the life. But there's a confident belief of an opinion, and this confident opinion is that I believe that God is able to do anything, absolutely anything. So if belief is the doorway to the miraculous, then it is faith that gives us the holy confidence to walk through it. Faith 
is the ability to walk without sight. It's, it's, it's that kind of ability. But before you get there, you must have a belief that you're going to walk through that door into the miraculous. Belief is that doorway. So my question then to you this morning is, what are you believing God for this year? What is it that you're believing God for this year? We have a cross out in the lobby that we just put up. Thank you uh, to Krista and Adam for getting that done. That's chalkboard paint, by the way, and we've got chalk out there. We want to encourage you to go ahead and take the thing that you are believing God for and take it to the cross and write it on there because we understand that through Jesus, anything, come on somebody, is possible. And this is that hope this morning that you'll take and believe the thing that you are hoping for, the thing you're believing God for, because we know that God can answer it. The song we sung today has been mentioned multiple times, was rewritten for the miracles that has been done in this church. These aren't somebody else's miracles we've heard about. These are miracles we've heard about, that we've lived, that we've experienced. I can sing that song and understand that my wife was dead, but she's alive today. I can, under, I can sing that song and realize that my baby shouldn't be here, but she is. I can sing that song and, and, and remember how the, the places God brought me from, but God. I can remember in 2023 how I almost gave up in 2022. Come on, somebody. I, I'm just talking to you really today because there are some things that you need to bring back to your remembrance and say, I know I'm still standing here today because there was a belief yesterday that God can still work today because anything is possible. In fact, it was, it was in Luke 1, the Mary is, is con, has conceived Jesus and, and he is there in the womb. And the Bible says this, that great favor rests upon you. For you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. I believe that great favor will rest on you when you believe. Great favor rests on you. In fact, Jesus is speaking in the synagogue one day in Luke 4, and he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he's reading from Isaiah, and he says, For he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And so I want to release over our church this morning that the time of the Lord's favor is upon us. I want to just release that over you today. I know that you, you, you're having a hard time like the man because all, in, all you have had the last few months has been closed doors. You've had diagnosis. You've had health issues. You've had financial problems. You've had trouble in your marriage. You've had trouble on the job. You may have even lost your job. You may have tried to get into a school and you got rejected. Maybe you're part of a sports program and, and something happened in, in, in that process or, or, or something has gone on. You lost deals that were on the table and suddenly they disappeared. And maybe you had family members that turned their back on you and rejected you. Am I talking to anybody today? And there's been closed doors in front of you, and you're like the man who all he sees is the trouble his son's in. And he's like, I believe, but I'm having some doubts about what I believe. Uh, I, and Jesus is like, anything is possible if you believe, and you've got this door standing in front of you that is closed and you've knocked on it, you've wiggled the handle, and it just doesn't seem to open and I believe today that the favor of the Lord is on us. And you're like, well, I've heard that before. And I've, I know that that's a popular cliche and all that. 
So what is that? How does that even apply to us? How does that even get on us? Well, I got brought to a scripture in Leviticus. I, I don't know about you. I don't typically read Leviticus for funsies. Like that just doesn't seem to be my, my thing. I don't sit down and I'm like, hey, do you want to watch Netflix or read Leviticus? Like, do you want to go to watch a movie or do you want to go listen to the laws and the covenants and the tabernacles and the sacrifices? And <laughs> it just doesn't happen. And so I really believe God led me to this is where I'm going with that. And it says this, when you enter the land and plant fruit trees, leave the fruit unharvested for the first three years and consider it forbidden. Do not eat it. In the fourth year, that's, that's where we just came from as a church, as a body, in the fourth year, the entire crop must be consecrated to the Lord as a celebration of praise. I'm going to stop there. This moment of consecration, it's a purifying, it's a washing, it's a cleansing. And I really believe that in the last year, we went through a purifying and a cleansing. Just be very transparent and very clear here this morning. I really believe that we were able to go through a consecrating and a purifying as a church. Now watch this. In verse 25, finally, in the fifth year, that's this year for our church, you may eat the fruit, and if you follow this pattern, your harvest will, come on, it'll what? It'll increase, I am the Lord your God. So I'm just going to go ahead and start writing on the doorway into the miraculous things like increase. I'm just going to go ahead and start believing that God's going to heal some people this year. I'm, I'm believing that there's going to be some restorations in some marriages this year. And I, I'm believing that there's going to be some hope and some, some joy. And I'm believing that there is going to be some salvations this year. I'm believing, God, that there's going to be a revival in our community, in our region, in our church this year. I believe that we're going to see some freedom. I believe that there's going to be some deliverance. I believe there's going to be some clarity. I'm talking to someone this morning. I'm going to the doorway of the miraculous and I'm saying even if this door isn't open yet, I'm going to go ahead and write on the door because I'm believing that God can do this because his word said anything is possible. If I believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God, and I believe that what Jesus said is true, then I look at my red letter edition Bible and realize that Jesus said it. This was not an epistle. This was not an Old Testament prophet. This was not, this was not anyone else, but this was Jesus. And Jesus said, someone, anything is possible. And I'm here to just go ahead and declare over our life this morning that I know some of you have gone through a warfare. You've gone through sickness and you've gone through uh, recessions in, in your life. You've gone through trouble and you've gone through pain and you've gone through. But I'm believing this year that anything is possible when you start putting the belief behind your actions. Believing it. I'm believing it. This is not just another year. There's a different vibe to it, a different feel to it. I don't believe this is just another year, Pastor Jesse and Janelle. I believe this is your year. I don't believe, Megan, that this is just another year. This is your year. Chris, it's not just another year. It's your year. Mike, Deb, this is not just another year. It's your year. It's your year. Mona, Chris, Disa, Laura, we keep going. We'll name all of our classics. This is beautiful. It's not just another year. It's your year. 
Ricky Janessa, it's not just another year. It's your year. It's, it's Debbie Casey. It's not just another year. It's your year. This is your year of the Lord's favor on your life. And I just want to bring faith to the surface today to start writing down the things you're believing God will and can and is able to do this year. The second statement that I want to focus on is that the man, the man says, I believe. But you can kind of get this underlying, underlying connotation that I've got some doubts. And I think Christians have a hard time admitting that they have doubts even when they believe. Like if I suddenly say that I doubt something, then, then I, you know, they, pull my, they pull my Christ card. Right? That suddenly, suddenly if I'm like, well, I, I have some doubts. Can I tell you, that is, that is a dichotomy that needs to be eliminated from our thinking. I think that doubts are good. But I think doubts that are misplaced can lead you to wrong places. I think there are some things that, that we should doubt. But I also believe that there are some things that we need to be locked in rock solid on who and what we believe. I believe in, ten, in 2023 there are some beliefs that the church needs to maintain, it needs to lock on, it needs to die on that hill, it needs to plant its flag, it needs to build its foundation. There are just some things you've heard over the last year that I've really preached and we purified some things. There are just some things that, that we need to stay true to and the man's like, I, I believe but I've got some doubts and maybe that's where you're at right now. I believe, but I've got some, I've got some doubts. I, I, I feel like I've slipped, and I want to remind you, don't let your slip turn into a slide. Don't let where you slip turn into a, a downward spiral, a slide all the way down. The Bible says this as a just man, a righteous man, a woman. They'll fall seven times, but you know what they do? They get back up. They allow the slip to just be a slip. They don't allow the slip to become a slide. David had had uh, an affair in his marriage. He had had, he had, had a, a relationship with another married woman. They had, she had gotten pregnant. He had ended up having someone kill the, the father. And in 2 Samuel 12 and 20, he has had the consequences of his actions. He has paid the price for it. And then in verse 20, the Bible says that after David has done all of this, he has allowed, David just allowed it to be a slip, not a slide. And this is what happens in 2 Samuel 12 and 20. Then David got up from the ground, washed himself, put on lotions, changed his clothes, went into the tabernacle and worshipped the Lord. And after that, he returned to the palace and was served food and ate. I want to remind you today that just because you've slipped doesn't mean it has to be a slide. Go ahead and get yourself picked up. Go ahead and wash your face. Put on new clothes. Go ahead and take care of business. Go ahead and get back to eating. Go ahead and get back to the house of the Lord and worship because God is not writing on your forehead failure. He's not writing on your forehead failed. He's not writing on your forehead lost. He's not writing on your forehead done. Not Cannot be saved. Non-salvageable. But God is writing on you today, loved, redeemed, forgiven, regenerated, restored, refreshed. He is writing something brand new on your life this year. 
So if we have the door of, of belief, if we have the door of belief, and we have all these things written on here, and we've got, I've, I believe, I'm believing, I'm believing for it. Where, how does this door open? Well, I believe that the handle, the handle is your care and your concern. Because if you don't care, then it's never going to happen. So let me, let me, let me dial it in like this. Pastor, I want, I want my finances to increase. But if you have more Amazon boxes on your porch than you have dollars in your savings, you don't care about your financial stability. Pastor, I want my marriage to thrive, but you're more interested in watching porn than you are taking your spouse out on a date, then you don't care about your marriage. If you're like, I want, I want my job and my career to thrive, but inside, every day you show up, you're cursing your boss, you hate your life, you have silent quit on where you're going, there's no way your job is ever going to prosper because your mentality walking in, you have already quit on it. Pastor, we want revival. We want, we want, we want people to be saved. We want, we want things to happen in our church. But if we never show up to First Wednesday or Midweek Connect or get a part of 21 days of prayer and fasting or collectively pray together or join an e-group or get a part of a serve team, then what we're saying is I believe, but I don't have enough care or concern to actually open the door and go through. Because care and concern actually turns the handle and allows us to walk through. I want to be concerned about the things God is concerned about. I'm not interested in pastoring a church that has biblical beliefs but worldviews. I want to be a part of a church that has biblical belief with biblical values and concern. Jesus said, I was anointed to bring good news. I want to preach the gospel in every aspect that we can. I want to go, do, preach, believe, belong. I want to do it all. I want to be able to see the blind healed and, and I want to see the lame walk and I, I want to see the dead rise and I want to see salvations happen. I want to see God change our city. I want to see him change our community. I want to see revival happen. I want to see exponential growth. I want to see the drug addict find Jesus, the suicidal find life. I want to see those that are dealing with problems and find hope and restoration. I want to see these things. I want to make sure that I'm concerned enough Because it's good to write increase. It's good to write healing. But if I'm unwilling to pray for the sick, then all it is is a closed door. But the moment I get concerned about the sick, it starts turning and jiggling the handle wide open. The moment I start worrying about people's salvation and I start praying for them and leading them to Christ. The moment I start worried about the drug addict and the addicted. That's why we go to UGM four, four times a year. Because we want to see people saved and healed and redeemed and restored. If we are concerned about revival, then we'll put in the life-transforming work of spiritual formation. Welcome to Vision Sunday. Because I believe that when, when the church gets concerned and it starts caring for the things God is concerned about and the things God cares about, the Bible says the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. Cannot prevail against it. When we get concerned about the sick and the lost and the broken and the forgotten, and when we get concerned about these things, the door begins to open to the miraculous because frustration the closed door frustration is simply a holy invitation to something greater 
to something greater. Something greater. And the third and final statement that I want to touch on today is the man said, help me. Help me overcome my, belief, my unbelief. Help, help me. I wonder if that needs to be our prayer this year. God, I've, I believe that you can, but help me know that you will. Help me with my unbelief, the areas that, I'm, that I need concern about. Help me get concerned about what concerns you. Help me with my areas of unbelief. I may not see it yet, but help me with my unbelief. This here has always been a place to belong before you believe. May it stay that way. May it stay the way where this house is a safe place for anyone and everyone. May it be a house of love and care and concern for whoever walks through the doors, whichever event we throw and whoever darkens this parking lot. May we have such care and concern about whosoever that the belief begins to open up into the miraculous and things begin to start shifting and happening because the people of God begin to put the care and the concern into the things of God. And my prayer is that God would give us an overwhelming sense of his kingdom this year. Because I believe, number three, is that your miracle may be closer than you realize. It's just a door. I know, I know it may be closed right now. And there may be reasons why it's closed right now. But that's why the Bible says, keep knocking. Keep asking. Keep, keep seeking, because eventually this door, when you get so concerned about it, because I've realized, Tom, the more I pray about something, the more concerned I get about that thing. The more I, the more I spend time talking about it, believing about it, ministering about it, the more concern and, 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 and care I get for it. And Jesus said this in Matthew 21 and 22, if... You see, this is the hinge of this door of belief, is in a word, if. What do you mean, if I can, Jesus said? Anything is possible if you believe. And here's the key in Matthew 21 and 22. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. I believe prayer works. Because we've seen sickness healed. We've held babies that shouldn't be here. We've walked with people that should have died. There's folks sitting in this room today. Chris, you're a miracle. Shouldn't be here. Eric, Blair, could have been a different story. Mona, I look at you, man, what an amazing testimony of where God's brought you from. Janessa, look where you are today. You're going to get baptized. It's going to be an amazing time. And I look across this room and I see lives that have been literally impacted because of what we've just talked about right here in this room today. 
that if we'll believe and if we'll ask in prayer, anything, come on, somebody say it with me, anything is possible. Proverbs 29 and 18 says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Or in one translation, it says that they perish. Or in another translation, it says they're discouraged. You've got to have vision. And what I've realized is that people have vision. They, they, they see things, and, and a lot of times they can see far off. Anybody know anybody that's very futuristic? They, they can see all the things in the future. And then you also know those people. They annoy me, but I love you, so if you can raise your hand or not. We won't have a problem. But they're also very, very fine detailed. They're just in the details, like the small little things of every day. Like, like we can plan man camp, but then they say, oh, well, we need 100 hot dogs to feed these guys. It's a small details. Anybody, anybody nearsighted with some things? Yeah. What I've realized about farsighted and nearsighted people is that they both need glasses. May our church not get so focused on the future that we forget the present. And may we not get so caught up in the present that we forget where we're going. But may we have 2023 vision where we can see where God is leading us, where God is taking us, and where God is going. May we see what we're doing here that will make a difference in the lives around us. And what I'm saying is this. Here is our vision for this year. We are going to put in the hard but life-changing work of spiritual formation this year. And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it by showing up on first Wednesdays for corporate prayer and worship. We're going to do it by showing up to midweek connects. We're going to do it by teaching practical Christianity 102 this year. It's coming. We're going to do it with weekend sermon series. We're going to do it in our e-groups, life groups. We're going to do it in our youth groups. We're going to do it with our young adult gatherings that's beginning. We're going to do it with our classics group that's increasing. We're going to do it with our e-kids classes and events that's, all, that's growing act, uh, exponentially. We're going to do it through our serve teams and man camp and ladies retreat and prayer clinics. And we're going to begin it all by baptizing it in 21 days of prayer and fasting to get this thing started. That's how we're going to do it this year. And we're going to do this. This is what we're believing God for. And you're more than welcome to come and write on this. We'll put the pins down here, what you're believing God for. Write it on the cross. But we are going to grow numerically by 50% this year in attendance. See, it's easy to say, I believe, but some of us need to wiggle the handle and say, but help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. I believe we're going to grow numerically by 50%. I believe we're going to have 100 fresh starts this year, 25 baptisms. We're going to grow our serve teams by 25%. We're going to increase our giving to foreign missions through one child. We're going to increase our giving to our community by serving and feeding Lakeland School District Administration, by serving our city leaders and taking care of them for lunches and baskets and, and, and honoring them. We're going to participate in city-sponsored events like Citywide Cleanup Day. And this summer, we're going to shut church down for a Sunday and we've already joined with Parks and Recs, and we're going to paint the schools, we're going to clean up the trailer parks, and we're going to get a part of doing something on a Sunday for our community. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And then you've been given this card this morning as you walked in. This is our future ready. This is our future ready because it takes today to be able to plan for our future. And this is our once-a-year faith offering. And we're asking that you would participate, plant a seed of revival into this community in this area. That you would take this card and you'd pray over it and say, God, will you use my faith? Will you stretch my capacity 
to be able to believe you for something great? Will you take what I'm able to do above and beyond my tithe, my offering, all of that? But God, would you take this faith offering and do something amazing with it? And here's where our future ready is going this year. After much prayer and prep and talk and hair pulling, teeth pulling, head pounding. I don't know what else I can say. We were a mess. But after baptizing in prayer and searching for new buildings and every door being closed and pricing on, on lots going through the roof, we realized that we own this. This is ours. We have a mortgage. Yeah. That's all right, but this is ours. And so it's much prayer and, 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 and contemplation and, and, and wisdom and, and seeking the will of God. We decided we're going to pour everything that we have into right here. Right here. So this year through Future Ready, we are looking at beginning to save for paving our parking lot. By doing that... It allows us then through city code for us to be able to add on a full educational wing off the back. Come on, balloons aren't going to be popping. It's a good problem to have. We're going to be adding a full lobby, hopefully a two-story with glass windows of offices and, and the whole nine yards. And right now we're working on getting an architect and an engineer to draw up the plan so you can see what the vision is in front of you. But this is where this is going. It's pushing that mission forward. We're going to start saving for that. Start believing God for it. We'll share with you. And it could happen. I know because anything is possible. Someone could come in and say, we're going to pay for all of it. you got a dream, a vision. Let's go. Let's do this. But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and landscape and take care of the front area. Get that beautiful and lights on the sign and hopefully a new sign and, and that whole area. We're going to take out the floor in the lobby and replace it with brand new flooring. We're going to try and fence in our backyard and add a play structure for our kids out there. And we're going to launch Encounter education with believing this year this this is this is what this is and if you want to partner with that vision partner with what God is doing and and sometimes all it is is saying I believe that God can do all of that so I'm going to go ahead and just throw it on the door my faith my hope my belief is that God is able to to do it. Band, would you come? I believe we can do all of that through Future Ready. Anybody else believe with me? If you believe it, will you just say anything, anything. is possible? Anything is possible. Would you take that card in your hand today? This is what we're asking is that all these cards get turned in, just the cards. Now, you want to go ahead and start giving towards it. There's drop-downs on, online. There's on the app. There's drop-downs. Uh, you can throw it in the bucket. Just label it Future Ready. Um, but we're asking that all the cards get turned in by our fifth-year anniversary. This gives you a few weeks to think and pray about it. Say, God, how would you like us to participate? And I'm telling you, maybe, maybe this isn't where your heart is this year. But you're considering finding a new church, or you're considering belonging to a place, or you're considering serving somewhere, or maybe you've been sitting here for a few months and you're like, I want to be a part. I want to invite you to participate in this movement called Encounter, to join the team.
to get a part of the church, to be a part of what God is doing in our area, because we believe what we do here matters, but what we do here begins to leak everywhere else. 21 days of prayer and fasting is going to get us our heart right, our settled, settled into believing what God's going to do. So would you take that card in your hand this morning, and if you're going to be doing a one-time gift, we're asking that that would be turned in by Easter Sunday this year so we can announce it and be excited. I know that there's circumstances beyond your control. Come talk to one of our lead team. Let them know. Write it on the card. Hey, you know, my taxes don't get in until June, so this is what I'm going to do. It's fine. If you're doing monthly things, obviously that's fine. But we'd like to have at least a decent count by the 5th of, of February with these turned in. So we can celebrate, project, dream, plan, and start wiggling the door handle so we can go through what God has told us this year. Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you for your heart, your vision, the things you've placed in us. And I'm asking today, God, that you would direct us. May our faith match your heart. May we get connected concerned and care about the things you are concerned and care about we know anything is possible but help our unbelief today stretch our capacity to believe for greater may we be future ready for what you have in store for us so God today pray that you'd work on our hearts give us clarity in what you're challenging us to do may we take the bold step of faith through the door of belief today in Jesus name thank you so much for joining us today I want to encourage you to take the message you just heard and allow Jesus to transform your soul we pray that you have an amazing week thanks again for being a part of the Encounter Church family God bless you